Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Hey, y'all. Today is May 22nd, and I don't have any ideas about what to talk about, so I'm going to look in our trusty book, The Language of Letting Go by Melody Beattie, and read today's reading. May 22nd, Times of Reprogramming. Do not ask for love unless you're ready to be healed enough to give and receive love. Do not ask for joy unless you're ready to feel and release your pain so you can feel joy. Do not ask for success unless you're ready to conquer the behaviors that would sabotage success. Wouldn't it be nice if we could imagine ourselves having or becoming and then immediately receiving what we wanted? We can have and be the good things we want. All good things are ours for the asking. But first, groundwork, preparation work, must be done. A gardener would not plant seeds unless the ground was adequately prepared to nurture and nourish those seeds. The planting would be wasted effort. It would be wasted effort for us to get what we wanted before we were ready. First, we need to become aware of our need or desire. This may not be easy. Many of us have become accustomed to shutting off the inner voice of our wants, needs, and desires. Sometimes, life has to work hard to get our attention. Next, we let go of the old programming, the behaviors and beliefs that interfere with nurturing and nourishing the good. Many of us have had strong sabotaging programs learned from childhood that need to be released. We may need to act as if for a while until the belief that we deserve the good becomes real. We combine this process with much letting go while we are being changed at the core. There is a naturalness to this process, but it can be intense. Things take time. Good things are ours for the asking if we are willing to participate in the work of groundbreaking. Work and wait. Today, God, give me the courage to identify the good I want in my life and to ask for it. Give me also the faith and stamina I need to go through the work that must be accomplished first. That is a damn good reading. So much came up for me during that. So we talked a little bit yesterday or I talked and you listened, about desires and getting comfortable with your desires. And this, for me, this reading is very in sync with what happens during steps six and seven of the 12-step process. So six is um, becoming ready to let go of our character defects. And seven is asking God to come in and help us remove those defects. And so what typically happens during six and seven is you want to get rid of those things that are sabotaging your recovery. So the opposite of what we expect happens. So instead of things getting easier because, great, I want to change, I want to let go. Life and God has a way of presenting circumstances to us where those character defects are triggered in order for us to learn how to do something different. And so that is the reprogramming process. 
So for me, with my road rage, I had to be triggered in my road rage to do something different. And ultimately, for me, the removal of my character defects came down to once I really loved other people and I saw them and accepted them for who they are versus who I want them to be. And I started to develop a love for people the way I think God loves people or sees people. It was way easier for me not to be triggered in my anger. And humility also goes along with that because when I'm angry at someone else, it's usually because I believe they're wrong or I'm better. So getting my ego in check also really helped quite a bit. There was something else that stood out to me. Yeah, and the process can be intense. But once you recognize what is happening, instead of reacting to it, it becomes also a lot easier to wait, to uh, change. Sorry, I looked at the word wait here. Another thing I really loved was the first line. Do not ask for love unless you're ready to be healed enough to give and receive love. So I made the mistake, as most of us do, Um, when you're finished with one relationship jumping into another, which is so selfish and so unfair to the person that gets the leftovers or the rebound. Um, In order for me to be at the point where I am at my healthiest to be in a relationship, I had to take a lot of time on my own, which is easier for me than some, I think, just because I'm pretty happy in a solitary state. But the men that have come along in seasons of me wanting love simply because I'm lonely or I'm missing another person, uh, I regret those times. Even though they taught me things, I hurt other people. And listen, I don't want to be someone's rebound chick. I don't want to be the, the gap filler of someone who's lonely. I want a man in my life. I want my partner, whoever he is and wherever he is to love his life and to not feel like I'm filling a gap so much as walking alongside him in partnership, which is what a really healthy relationship is, right? Because once I want something from someone out of a lack, I think I'm in big trouble. Do not ask for joy unless you're ready to feel and release your pain so you can feel joy. Growing pains really suck at the moment, but once you're through them and on the other side, they're such a gift. And uh, yes, do not ask for success unless you're ready to conquer the behaviors that would sabotage success. So I see a lot of people in recovery sabotaging themselves in the form of relapses or asking for help. It's the message of help me. I need help, but don't help me. Someone reaches out and wants help, but then you get slapped in the face because you're trying to help them. Um, That is an instance where you can't want someone's recovery more than they want it and a time to step back from someone. Is that all I have to say about this? Yeah, I thought that was a really good reading. I think it's actually pretty in line with what we've been discussing this week, don't you? All right, that's what we got. May 22nd. I hope wherever you are, you carve out a little time today to be peaceful and to be with yourself. And I will thank you for being with me as usual. Sometimes I don't really know how to end these things. Like if I had an outro or this was more professional where I was like on next week's show or once again, I thank you for, I mean, but this is just me talking to you, right? We're just hanging out, which is 
which is this podcast. There's lots more professional ones you can listen to if you like to, but this is just me and you. Oh, and today's Friday, so the latest episode of Two Sober Chicks is being released today. So whatever that is, I hope it's nice. (laughs) We uh, record a lot in one session, Lisa and I, and then we bank them so that she can release them every Friday. And as for now, I think we're set up till the end of June. And if this COVID isolation continues, then we will go forward doing it on speakerphone. One will call the other. There's always a way, right? Where there's a will, there's a way. Anyways, thanks for being with me, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.